2: bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside,
1: try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is! Cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it!
2: RSL fans, welcome back. Here we have Match Preview. Tonight we're going to be previewing the matchup this Saturday between Charlotte FC and Real Salt Lake here on RSL Sunday podcast I'm your host Marcos and no better people to help me break down tonight's Saturday's matchup than we have Charlotte Charlotte soccer show with us thank you guys for so much for being with me
0: good to be here thanks for having us wonderful to be here I'm back to my Absolutely. roots my I'm back to my Utah roots man this is great
2: yeah, we're having a blizzard cold weather here in Salt Lake. I don't know about over there in Charlotte.
0: It was absolutely gorgeous today. It, could not have, it couldn't have been better. It was probably the perfect spring day.
2: Yeah, I will, I will take I what back over over what here. It's supposedly supposed to be a spring here, April, but not at all. Um, hopefully, we're not going to get that weather on Saturday. Hopefully, no orange ball of the liking at all. So... But
1: first, bother form. me, Charlotte. Charlotte FC is great in the elements. I mean, <laughs> it, we're great in the wind. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be afraid to play in the snow. I think it'd be fun to play a snow match. I was the first when you said Blizzard, I didn't realize that, w- that was what the weather was like there. And part of me wishes that it was a snow game. Charlotte FC hasn't had a snow game yet.
2: Yeah, uh, our rain, wind, snow, it doesn't matter. RSL will somehow find a way to concede goals but, in the end. There's been <laughs> there's been snow on the field like
0: a few hours before the game for each of the last few games at Rio Tinto, right? I've seen I've seen pictures on social media uh, the last two yeah. Saturdays of uh of like really snowy mornings in 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 uh, South Salt Lake there. Uh and uh yeah, and then it then it just like you uh, just hinted, it, then it snows goals all over you guys. Four zero losses back to back. Can Charlotte expect to go in there and win four uh, zero? Are we getting? Is it a goal fest for the, for the crown uh, as well uh, on our trip to Salt Lake you
2: know, City? We'd love to see it. You know, i i have I have my predictions. Like we kind of hinted on that our last episode, I, I kind of got swaying towards Charlotte in this one, kind of a a 0 victory, just because. I, I don't know road what to clean cheap mid- <laughs> i don't know what to expect ever in our midfield our midfield is like swiss cheese this seems like this season but before we uh jump right in and preview this saturday's match between the both teams let's do it let's do a little bit of a recap let's talk about uh our saturday's matches what what happened
1: i'll go as far as uh, charlotte fc is concerned uh it was a uh... Crazy match. Uh, it was it was windy. It was like a steady forty mile an hour wind. So uh, Toronto had the wind in the first half, and Charlotte FC had the wind in the second half. And both teams scored two goals with the wind at their back. It was like it was nearly impossible to score going the other way. Charlotte FC had a couple chances early, uh, but it was a pretty even match. Uh, it was it was really fun, even match, and kind of showed some progress for Charlotte considering last year it was four one. Uh, Toronto scored uh, three goals in the first half, and it was over before halftime. So, uh, the ability to come back, I think, you know, shows some growth for Charlotte FC. And and um, there is, I, I would say, a couple players that didn't play uh, that could have started. So it wasn't necessarily our best lineup on on the on the pitch Saturday. So I think there could be a couple changes coming in this weekend against RSL, where someone like Karol Sfurski gets to start coming back from international break, but but uh he he came on in, in the last twenty minutes or so and 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 played pretty well. Um so I think it's a three, it's a three game unbeaten run for Charlotte FC, which is pretty good considering the franchise's history, yeah. right? Um mm-hmm. a win and two draws, that's a good thing in a in a three game run so uh, all of a sudden uh, people are thinking about, uh, ma- about possibly a result on the road against rsl and then a result at home against Col- colorado and that streak could get to five pretty quickly
2: yeah um and with that goal from bernadeschi that was unreal that olympico
0: that oh, was oh, a great oh, olympico oh wind pico can, <laughs> can i call it a, a you know we were uh, on our show, we uh, you mentioned we do the Charlotte Soccer Show. We didn't really introduce ourselves uh, necessarily, but I am Dan. My, my apologies. That's, that's my uh, uh, esteemed host, John. He keeps me in line. He's uh, the brain trust who created the show, and he brought me in, and we uh, created something special <laughs> with uh, soccer in Charlotte. We say soccer's uh, s- soccer is a Charlotte. Soccer is a – Charlotte is a soccer city. We say Charlotte is a soccer Third city. Third time's a charm. Uh, yeah, I eventually got there. And uh, the theme of our whole recap of this game that Johnny just described was against the wind, so, uh, just, you know, yeah. some Bob Seeger yeah. uh, action because it was all about whoever had the wind going for him. It was Toronto had it in the first half and scored two goals with a quote-unquote Olympico and uh charlotte it was a great ball yeah it was a great ball though it
1: it was the the, i think the thing that separated the the that olympico goal from something that maybe charlotte could have done in the second half is just the quality that he has right sure if 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 ashley westwood was on the pitch i think he might have been able to score an olympico as well meantime charlotte was taking short
0: corners even when we had the wind in the second half which was kind of inexplicable and may speak to like something rsl could take advantage of which is just charlotte's uh Jekyll and Hyde characteristic of, of just like always pl- they we could play really well for 45 minutes and then just like lose our yeah. heads for 10. Uh, and we hope we hope we don't see that, obviously. But uh, yeah. knowing, knowing that this is an RSL audience, that's kind of the weakness that you're trying to pick at Charlotte. It's just like catch us in lapses. Uh, we have a lot of talent. Uh, I want to know a little bit. You want to recap what what uh, do you really want to relive? uh RSL's back-to-back 4-0 losses uh, in, in recap mode uh, before we move on to the preview what do you think
2: we'll just, we'll, we'll do, we'll do a, a quick brief readers digest <laughs> so we had 17-year-old goalie third youngest ever to start in MLS history Gavin Beavers what a,
0: what a name all-time great MLS goalkeeper name
2: looking at it now looking at the whole lineup as a whole I'm, we're looking at why what was Pablo thinking starting a 17-year-old keeper having Krylux, Savarino, well Savarino was out as we know and as well we had Gomez and then Anderson Julio on the bench so so many confusions Justin Merrim starting this match we have Rubio Rubin who just came back from playing with Guatemala who scored a goal with them and then we have Elijah Paul rookie out of Washington starting his first game ever so Pablo is right now on the hot seat with RSL so we need to see some points whether it be a a draw whether hopefully a win just so Pablo can still maintain his his job with us so does
0: Charlotte get to face this teenage goalkeeper uh, on Saturday or do we have to go against Zach McMath like who's coming in between the sticks uh, for RSL in the uh in this showdown because we we want our shot at, at this kid who rated a 5.2 on sofa score and uh, let four between the wickets honestly
2: Neaton Neither have impressed me. Well, I guess it's kind of hard to say with Beavers because he only did one game. But if I had to choose, I'd just stick with McMath just because he has the experience. I would rather see Beavers come and play when it, it's Open Cup time when we're playing against the USL teams so not as much experience. So just save these games right now for McMath and have all of our guys who have experience like Crylock, Savarino, Gomez, and Julio.
0: Um, yeah Nick Romano's not walking through that door obviously but uh, uh, uh and I guess ne- neither is David Ochoa anymore either but uh yeah the thing I wondered about also is is what's up with Saverino why didn't he play in that matchup against Columbus uh he had the personal issue that kept him out of international week uh then he did sub in for 20 minutes in the loss against St Louis I think right and then yeah. uh just a surprise DNP not not even on the bench against Columbus. The, uh, Savary, like and then Ruiz who might be your second best player was just like he decided to So Charlotte FC and RSL have something in common which is we've both passed uh done a stupid back pass to Klaus for uh for St. Louis and uh had him score <laughs> score again a goal against us. So uh that that part is unfortunate, but uh Pablo was not great.
2: Uh, you guys need Saverino. Is he, do we have to worry about him? Saverino is He was, he did miss the last match due to personal reasons. Maybe he says it was injury, but maybe family problems, who knows? Um, But he is back. He was back in uh, training today. Uh, Video showed he was back at the academy training with the team. So crossing fingers, he is fully up and ready for Saturday's match because that's what our attack needs. We need somebody to be there on orchestrating the up front because Krylock can only do so much at 34 years of age so that that kind of leads into my question for you guys who is a player to that we as RSL fans should be on the, the lookout for, for this match Enzo Capetti Enzo Capetti Danny if you had to pick a number two who
0: would it be uh, probably Kerwin Vargas, you know, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Carol Svodersky, who you mentioned earlier, John, he's kind of like our, he's one, he's our first DP on the team. Yeah, but we, we
1: both only get one pick.
0: That's the extra. Well, no, but I was saying, but I'm not <laughs> picking him. I was just saying why I'm not picking him, which, but I'm not picking him because I think Vargas has been even more dangerous. And when it comes to like, uh, just getting the ball to the box and just making sure that he's always, uh, offensive minded when he gets, he doesn't back pass uh, when he gets the ball. He, he'll try to maybe beat a guy off the dribble. He might dribble a little bit centrally, but more often than not, he's just going to look for space so he can cross it and see what happens. And that's that's his insistence on doing that has started to inspire some of the teammates a little bit as well to to just sort of make things happen a little more for this team. And we we scored, we did, we were able to score the two second half goals uh, against the, uh, uh last week uh uh so uh i think vargas is the guy yeah against toronto excuse me up in canada sorry up in the canadian cold uh so we're we're now used to the cold because we played in canada where it was like 30 degrees uh and with a wind chill down under in the teens so hopefully it won't uh the elements won't scare us in utah maybe the altitude will be a little bit different but uh Vargas so we've is from got uh, Korea, so he'll be Co- fine.
1: Copetti and Vargas, that's a yeah. that's the that's the combination that you, that RSL will want to avoid. Vargas will will make he make runs down the left side, and mm-hmm. his he's kind of like a slasher. He whips balls into the box, and Copetti's looking to get on the end of everything, and it's just kind of like wreaking havoc. He's he's I, I would say that he's one of the strongest as far as f- physicality is concerned, uh, one of the strongest strikers. In MLS, just because of the t- the, was, his nickname is uh, El Tank El Tanke. Yeah, is that what it is Danny El Tanke, Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's yeah. A, he is a tank. He's a bruiser. He, you know, he can shrug because guys he, off with his shoulders, real nice. Like,
2: you guys do have the I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name the the Polish international the the striker
1: Carol Swiderski Carol Swiderski okay. Um, who Danny mentioned and is and uh Camille Uzviak, who's also yeah. uh Poland International, um, who's coming off a, a goal and an, an assist. Yeah, Polish uh, connection.
0: Yeah, Usviak really sparked that comeback against uh Toronto for sure, uh, along with Vargas, who had the assist to Camille. So uh there, there's multiple danger men on on, on Charlotte and like If you guys are going to be in the habit of giving up four goals, like I said, we'll be happy to take them. Uh, And like Johnny mentioned, a clean sheet would be nice too. Uh, What do you think of our back line, John, going up against a squad, knowing what we faced recently, uh, we go up against Real Salt Lake who scored one goal in their last four matches, uh, win, winless in all four of them. Uh, That that presents an, op- an opportunity to go get a road clean sheet, right? Are we licking our chops or are we uh, taking it one uh, minute at a time here? What do you think? Yeah.
1: I mean, nothing, nothing is given in this league. Charlotte FC is, has wow. lost more than they, than He's they Going won. high road <laughs> folks. And um, this is, it's like a, it's laughable to think that Charlotte FC you can just go on the road and pick up three points. Like it's nothing. Cause if you look at the history of the franchise, that's only happened like three times. Um, uh, and they've had plenty of opportunities to do it. Yeah. So the 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 club has to turn the page. I think this is the perfect opportunity, I would say, to to pick up three points, right? It's like if you're going to start a if, if you're going to accumulate wins on the road, it's like this type mm-hmm. of scenario that you could could potentially go and get three against a team that's 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 run of form is poor, right? It's like we Charlotte has nothing to do with that. We're just kind of showing up and you know, they're having the party and we're just kind of going to crash it, right? Mm-hmm. We're just going to crash the party and try to steal three points and get out of there. And I think that's that's ultimately what the goal is. And to say that for this Charlotte FC squad, very, very few and far between you've ever had the confidence to go on the road and pick up three points.
0: Well, I want to go galaxy brain take on it and make you, I, I, this might get under your skin a little bit more, Johnny, which is, I'm going to say, this isn't even about Rail Salt Lake. This is about, we have to match what St. Louis did. St. Louis went on the road to Utah and got the three mm-hmm. points and got out of there with the win. So like, we have to. We we can't fall yet another step behind St. Louis uh, in in the whole uh, achievements unlocked factor of everything. So I'm gonna be pretty pissed if we don't go get the three points for sure. Uh, not if, if not the conditions to get ahead are good for anything. But
1: if the if the if the conditions are good, I wouldn't uh, be shocked if it was like a goal fest, right? We where need if, one that'd be fairly, Make it fun to watch, you know, right? Because he, yes. RS RSL right because RSL has given up a lot of goals.
2: Too so many eight too goals many. in the
1: last two matches
2: we're at a, we're at the worst goal difference. We're at a, a 13 minus 13 in the league.
1: So there's going to be, but, but Charlotte's defense is, is not very good right now, especially the center backs. Um, so uh, what's the home atmosphere going to be like is um it, it's going to be a tough crowd because of the run of form or, you know, like what, what type of uh, environment is there going to be uh, at the stadium?
2: Last match against St. Louis, uh, because In previous matches, there has been sellout crowds, but last match against uh, St. Louis was one of the first times it wasn't a sellout crowd. Tons of empty seats, as well as it was a very cold match, but I expect same thing just because we're off of two back-to-back losses of 4-0. It's going to probably be a lot of empty seats, a lot of angry fans with the front office at Pablo for not changing anything. So a lot of people protesting, not wanting to sing the Believe Anthem as well. So we will have to see with that.
0: Is it Pablo out? Is it? Is, are, are they want? Are they coming for Pablo's head early or what? I, 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 I hope
2: so. Hopefully. Where do you stand, be...
0: Marcos? We need you to take a stand on this. Is your show? <laughs> you got You got to say something uh, bold, one way or the other. He's in or out. Your take.
2: My my, my personal opinion. I, I want Pablo out. We we've seen there we a go. lot of the, we've seen a lot of the the coaches fired in the Premier League. We saw uh, the Chelsea. We saw Chelsea's coach just get dumped for only being there from September to now, and Pablo's been there for Pablo's been there for years, and he needs to 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 get because you can't win six matches in 27 games and allow eight goals in the past two matches. Yeah, that that's that's not right. So something something's got to give. We need to not not do player coaches anymore somebody who has actual coaching experience moving forward.
0: Interesting take. We, so we've had our own battles on this side with just like talking coaches yeah. and stuff. Like, what do you think, John?
1: Yeah. Miguel Angel Ramirez uh, was fired um, a little less than a year ago uh, yeah. for for Charlotte FC. So it's it happens, especially if if a team gets off to a poor start. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily equate it to the premier league right now, just because they're in a different time of their year. I would, uh, what's funny is what's funny is, is I would equate it to Thomas Tuchel getting fired, Mm -hmm. uh, which was the the last firing that happened in the same season for Chelsea this season, uh, to start the year. He didn't have a great start and he, he was gone. And, uh, now he's got a new job at, at Bayern, which (laughs) is crazy. Um, which is a thought that I had today, by the way. Um, As far as like managers are, especially now more than ever, um, like falling on the sword of the club as far as like poor form. It's just so easy Mm -hmm. to switch managers now. And it's become so commonplace to where I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen. Um, And, you know, at, at what point do players have to take the blame? I think that's a conversation that that should be. Also had, right? Where it's it, there's players on the pitch. But the you know, one thing Danny and I try to do on the Charlotte Soccer Show is we think about things from a tactical point of view. And Absolutely. if we if we disagree with uh something that's happening tactically, that's a good reason to get on the manager. If you if you if you just go by results, it you know, there's there's a line you're right where um where results lead to a sacking, but this could be Charlotte FC, you could put the nail in the coffin.
2: Yeah, and you mentioned tactically, um, do you feel like with this match on Saturday, do you feel like because last match with the, against Toronto, they went with the 4-5-1. Do you feel like moving forward, that's the right formation that Charlotte needs to be going with? It's a good I, call I, out on the 4 5 on.
0: I we've argued mo- multiple times for a four, four, two. So I, yeah, I'll bring that. Uh, yeah. I'll stay consistent with that. And, and the, and the, you, the Polish international, you mentioned Karol Sviderski, should mm-hmm. I think be up playing sort of like as a co second forward, uh, either in behind or off, you know, just making runs across uh, sort of just playing off of Enzo Capetti, El who we mentioned earlier as well. I, I would like to see those guys more linked up, in a four-four-two as two forwards, we, we've kind of struggled. We've had Carroll in the center, we uh, as a center mid, we've had him as a winger, kind of uh I think he's kind of miscast in both those roles. He's better off closer to the box at all times, uh, to make things happen with his dribbling ability and things like that. But uh, but then the responsibility falls on like link up play to get the ball to him in that in those spots. So uh yeah. you're never always happy, but I, I want to see a four-four-two.
2: Yeah, I think with RSL we should be we would traditionally go with the four-two-three-one with having Ruiz and Ojeda right there as the defensive mid. I am a, a totally against that. I think RSL should be going with like a three-five-two, with having Marcelo Silva, having Brian Vera, and having Justin Glad right there, and and then and then having Ruiz and then Ojeda right there in the middle with up top with having. Uh, Julio and Gomez right there. I just feel like that would help RSL be more of an attacking team instead of holding back and be like, hey, come score four more goals. So all, all RSL fans are still so stagnant and be like, no, we need to keep with this four, two, three, one. So we shall see if that change ever does happen, ever does occur, but probably won't ever happen. But I I, I want us to go back to the Jason Christ days of that four, four, two diamond, <laughs> but that 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 was the, the classic uh, best formation I think that has ever has ever happened in RSL history. But we we shall see. This is going to be a, a barn burner. I think first team to score Saturday in, in at the riot against Charlotte and Salt Lake. I think we'll we'll win this match. It'll it'll be a good one.
0: I'm going to say three one Charlotte. Three one Charlotte. Ooh
2: ooh. What, what what about you, John?
1: I'll say four two Charlotte. Yeah,
2: Charlotte. I I I like it. I I like John's idea. We we need the two goals.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a goal fest. Uh, if 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 the go- conditions are right, it's it's a goal fest. Two two it's squads that are 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 going to go for it. RSL is going to go for it because they're at home and they need points. And Charlotte's going to go for it because they see that I think they see an opportunity here.
2: Absolutely. Um. I, I should be leaning towards RSL since this is an RSL show, but I, I'm I'm going to Charlotte just because I feel the momentum is with Charlotte. They're, they're doing so well, kind of undefeated right now. So I'm, I'm going to go to Neil Charlotte um, on, on this one, big, you, big points on the road. You,
0: you got to keep it real. Uh, that would be definitely my advice to you as a, as a podcast host who's just getting started. It was, you know, really nice of you to welcome us on the show and uh, just be true to yourself and be yourself. And the, the show will, uh, will follow you, uh, to good places for sure that's all I can say I, I, I really appreciate the chance to come talk about this matchup in this game yeah me Absolutely. too I, thanks, I, thanks for having I, us on
2: I appreciate Charlotte's Charlotte soccer show for being here and good luck to Charlotte FC moving forward the rest of the season
0: yeah man if you if you, uh, if you want to learn more about Charlotte ever follow us at at uh, for the crown baby on Twitter I said uh, earlier my name's Danny Brams he's John Hayes John any uh, I want to send a quick shout out to my really great friend from high school Uh, Jared Doherty, the the RSL season ticket holder that I mentioned earlier, he's the man. And, uh, he, I was trying to go visit him to, I was trying to be at this game, but I couldn't make it. But, uh, uh, I will look forward to watching it at our watch party, uh, this weekend here in Charlotte.
2: Yeah. I I, I'll make sure I I send lots of pictures and I'll try not to freeze my butt off too. (laughs) Okay.
1: Just just, uh, shots at Don Julio and you'll be in good shape.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you, Thanks, you guys, for joining and take care.